listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. All right. Bottles on me. Long as someone drink it. Never drop the ball. Fuck is y'all thinking? Making sure the young money ship is never sinking. About to set it off in this bitch Jada Pinkett. I shouldn't have drove. Tell tell me how I'm getting home. You too fine to be laying down in bed alone. I could teach you how to speak my language, Rosetta Stone. I swear the life this life is the sweetest thing I ever know. About to go thriller Mike Jackson on these niggas. All I need is a fucking red jacket with some zippers. Super good sm- Smith Oak. A package of the Swishers. I did it overnight. It couldn't happen any quicker. Y'all know them well fucking me either but point to the biggest skeptic out i make him a believer it wouldn't be the first time i done it throwing hundreds when i should be throwing ones bitch i run it ah hey welcome to the black guy to podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on uh what's today monday tuesday tuesday live on a tuesday that's right because black lightning was last night that was monday mm-hmm. all these cw shows moving around it's hard to keep track ain't it though um you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews uh we appreciate everyone that does that uh it helps us out tremendously the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um and um i have to say guys we got a sponsor and we need to you know play some sponsor music let me see if i can find uh the some good sponsor music uh how about uh you know what let me go to my to my to my list um for the black women's and the gays and see what we can find all right there's all kinds of stuff here um i feel like i already did this one i feel like i did this one i, I don't think i've done this in a while back then r&b stars had to ask you questions to start the song come on a 15 minute introduction okay they didn't want they wanted some consent they didn't just want to go all in like these young people but anyway free stuff is the best it's free stuff is the best but free stuff that will ignite your valentine's day is even better check this out when you go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item you'll get 50 percent off that's amazing by itself but here's where they load on the free stuff come on when you enter my exclusive code at checkout tbgwt not only do you get 50 percent off of one item you also get 10 count them 10 i promise you this deal is not gonna last i'm not joking you have until valentine's day 10 tantalizing free items what could they be yeah what, what could they be first of all for your viewing pleasure six free movies god damn six free movies okay six of them this is not that stuff you find on the porn sites where Mm-mm. it could be any amount of minutes they're professional people come too fast people come Mm-mm. too slow they the got cam- makeup and everything the webcam is, is a little shaky upload no we're talking professional quality adult film actors okay next a free mystery packet that includes an item for him a special toy for her and something we know you'll both enjoy and i say mix it up okay don't don't let gender roles find y'all in the bedroom mm-hmm. y'all do what y'all need to do plus on top of that you get free shipping 
now that is a valentine's day okay come on for anybody so head on over to adamandeve.com be sure to use offer code tbgwt again that's tbgwt because without it there'll be no free valentine stuff you want your 10 items don't you Mm-hmm. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Go and get it. I'll be sure. Come on. Had them light skinned men's in at the time. Yes, he did. His sexy ass. He got a son. His son looked just like him, too. And then Christopher Williams came and dropped the ball. Mm, don't wake me i'm dreaming yes if i'm dreaming then just let me sleep yes and then wesley snipes stabbed that nigga in the hand in the movie and it changed everything for the black man the dark skin colorism was out if i'm my brother's keeper Mm -hmm. (laughs) sit your five dollar ass down before i make change that's all it took and then just like that light-skinned man was out that was crazy Mm-hmm. between pop killing dude and juice and this miss hawkins it's a hard time for the for the light-skinned man but they back i feel like it's kind of even though. they back in full force mm-hmm. but none of them was in full force interesting <laughs> all right <laughs> let's talk about stuff took yesterday off kind of we still worked right. for for premium people we worked well well yeah well kind of so uh for premium people we did a lip smacking good episode uh which is out on the premium feed right now you can just go check it out lip smacking good um it was uh it was fun karen interviewed nicole taylor food Mm -hmm. culturist um and we talked food news and we talked uh meal of the week and all that stuff it was really cool um so hopefully you guys check that out uh if you're premium for non-premium people uh i did a freemium episode of medium talk where i interviewed feminista jones uh she has a book out called reclaiming our space and um go check out that interview it's already in your feed if you're listening to this right now wherever you are uh it was yesterday's quote-unquote episode Mm -hmm. and uh, it was a fun interview man you know we've known her for a long time i know we were one of the first podcasts it was like hey come on our podcast you know um so we uh had a I, me and her had a good chat and uh it ended up feeling more like a talk to the interview but uh i guess that's the sign of a good to me that's a sign of a, a fun interview so mm-hmm. hopefully people enjoy it and uh leave feedback for both of those shows um so now we have today's show okay guys it's time to get into it um i guess before we start anything i would like to say we did get mentioned in the new york times we did you know it happens sometimes you know when you just out here grinding doing your thing doing what you do you know uh sometimes people you know you, you look up and somebody tags you in a tweet and they're like hey you got mentioned in the new york times it's like what i know new york new york city right <laughs> uh but yeah we got mentioned in um they had an article called a beginner's guide to getting into podcast mm-hmm. um and they talked to some people that were either um podcasters or uh people that listen to podcasts things of this nature and um they interviewed a guy named james t green who's a brooklyn-based artist and audio producer it means experimental audio like the work showcased on constellations a canadian audio art podcast and the black guy who tips a comedy and current events talk show created by charlotte north carolina husband and wife pair rod and karen morrow 
mr green has listed has listened to the people to the couple for years ever since a dull desk job led to him ser- to search black podcast in the apple podcast directory shout out to black podcast and this is so over the years so many people have said i was like i want some black and they put black and we popped up so you know i am glad that black is in the name because otherwise i don't know if some of y'all would even found us right that's a good point because i definitely was gonna name you know if it wouldn't if karen wouldn't have been hesitant to put her name on this this probably would be called the rod and karen show and a lot less popular nobody would know about us but it worked out um yes and it goes on to say uh he says i listened to all the npr standards but i was really interested in hearing from people like me and i wanted to hear black voices and what do you know guys we're black voices <laughs> blood out in your face did y'all know what have y'all been listening y'all didn't understand i know and, and another thing another reason why i like having a uh, black in our name because you know what you're getting mm-hmm. well you don't really know what you're getting when you click play but uh because rod and karen i ain't trying to find them very generic names so we'd have got a bunch of white people going hey yeah i was i come you know thinking i was gonna get one thing y'all did the switcheroo on me it just means that all the haters picked the wrong people to back that's all you should have stuck with us okay you hated on us and now look at you out there in the non new york times listed <laughs> wilderness because when we get mentioned everybody fuck with us get mentioned that's I how tell i look you, at it if I, and, and me and roger truly believe this if us or anybody that's associated with us get written about or, or or good things happen to them it happens to all of us because when you mention us everybody else uh rises too yeah i feel bad for people that really honestly truly can't celebrate their friends victories as right. much as theirs and the people they know's victory i really do because you robbing yourself of a lot of joy and maybe you can't help it maybe it's just the way people's brains work and correct there's this scarcity syndrome that especially happens uh sometimes to marginalized people where they like this black person got on well i need to tell them what's wrong and to take them down because there needs to be another better black person up there and and we do it as because whether you admit it or not the white supremacy you've accepted is that there can only be one Correct. there's only a few spots and if so-and-so is getting the spot then he needs to go because so-and-so needs to get the spot instead and all of it ends up being about white people who they're listening to their gaze their money their influence it's never about a genuine true like how do we make it so that there's more people on that stage not one not a different person more because it's not if if the whole system is to bring one person in and listen to them then the system is fucked up and we got to stop blaming black people for a system that's fucked up individual black people can't possibly represent the the millions of black people throughout america not to mention the entire diaspora of, of the world like it's impossible so we but but it happens nonetheless like you know people will be like uh uh, well we shouldn't have so-and-so get a like it's a ray show isn't good enough because what about the black people that feel like this right there should be more than one black show on hbo come on that's that's the point not let's take this black show off because it's not aligned perfectly with your politics not your politics aren't the only fucking ones and you don't rep and you also don't represent all black people Mm-mm. we have different opinions about things different life experiences you know, we don't have to respect each other's opinions we don't have to agree but recognize that there are different opinions than yours and you're not the only one that feels a certain way you know there has to be some respect given to that so anyway we just 
from jump never treated podcasting that way that's why we've had so many guests we've been guests on so many people's shows um because we just never treated it like you know this nigga gonna get listeners and they gonna leave my show and then what i'm gonna do like but a lot of people have treated it that way and i think the proof is in the pudding now i mean honestly we're not the most successful podcast we're not the most known podcast as black podcasts that are bigger than us mm-hmm. that are sponsored by bigger company like right. well sponsored by companies period and all that stuff that got celebrity all that stuff like so we're we're still grinding but i'm happy to say the way we do things it, it that means things can still be done it's not like um there's only one path for black people right right and one thing i can also truly say that like i got told you before we're doing this our way and this is our path like and we'll go wherever the path takes us and that's the beautiful thing about what we do and the thing is we will reach our audience whoever they are and our audience will get as big as it's destined to get in my opinion and i feel as as long as we continue to 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 do the things we do we'll continue to grow we'll continue to reach out to others we'll continue to support other people um because before when you was talking about how, about how people hoard, hoard we've been doing this for for a very long time we've had fans come we've had fans leave you know we've had podcasters that 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 associate with us and now podcasters that don't uh, uh, over the years and that's just a part of the game and a lot and there's no hard feelings you know it's no uh it's just about us and only us no i don't feel like that uh because like you say when other people succeed we all succeed and this regardless of the relationship with that person if you succeed and that's how i view it i know everybody else don't view it like that um because a lot of times when you build these real relationships and i'm not talking about the, the fake relationships when you build real relationships the relationships matter and when you have a voice and you begin to speak about other people people will go check those other people out because they're associated with you yeah and i think it's good like all Mm -hmm. this shit is good it's you know it's good to hear other opinions like i don't i don't think people um fully realize when i talk about i listen to other podcasts that don't agree with me especially if they're from black people i do it on purpose it's intentional i want to know what else is out there correct how popular this thinking is um when i don't agree it helps me to either formulate my arguments better or it helps me to at least realize and empathize with people coming from the other spectrum on things Mm -hmm. a lot of times it informs me of other stuff that i wasn't aware of and sometimes it changes my mind i'm like i didn't know this boom i okay cool they just changed my mind and i think giving people credit where it's due mentioning people uh where you got something from at least to me it matters you know um and there there may always be a little bit of um there's gonna always be some tension about stuff because you want to give people credit but then there's always this other side where people are like don't bring me too much attention and people are bothering me or something like that but i try to just give credit where i hear shit right you know if i if i'm if uh i i hear somebody i'm like i don't agree with them but um they're black they're making a quality product let me go check it out i'll I'll check it out you know sometimes it is too far and you're like i'll never go back and listen to that shit but sometimes it's like yo these people got a point maybe i i need to think of things differently so um at any rate at any rate i do feel like uh people need to uh 
you know spread the word about black podcasting that's huge of james to mention us right because he didn't have to do that Mm-mm. you know he could have picked any show he could you know like he could have said i don't know i just listened to uh fucking this american life and that would have been the end of it you know it's, and there's no shade to this american life but Mm-mm. they're huge you know they yes. it's not like they're sitting around like man we need to help you know they probably got an entire fucking article about new york times <laughs> right the, but um but you know the whole point like especially when you're black um and the kind of black show we are we don't always resonate with the kind of white people that have power influence money mm-hmm. reach people with bigger companies bigger brands probably scared of niggas like us because we say nigga and we're not the whole show doesn't become like oh what's the white people going in the room gonna think like our show isn't that <laughs> like we're not because yeah, <laughs> we, we 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 don't assume that you're stupid we assume that you can comprehend and you can fully understand I, well not just that but like you like white people are the center of everything correct so i like to me in my mind i think you can tell this as a podcast listener um if you listen to podcasts a lot you understand when i listen to somebody i can kind of tell who they're talking to yes sir and their black shows marginalized shows not just black there's uh shows by lgbt people there's shows by um uh asian people you know different and you can tell when people's audience in their head is still white people yep they're still kind of talking to white folks and while i'm invited to listen just like the rest of the public i'm not really there because they want me to be there i'm just there you know um and i'm not gonna name any names because i don't want no problems to be honest but you know you can tell and so i think when people hear our show hopefully they can tell we really talking to people like us like we really talking to other black people we really talking about our community the same rules apply i don't care people that aren't in our community listen i mean i can't control that right but these conversations these things we talk about are mostly unless we specifically say so addressed to us and so once you do that it becomes harder to quote unquote crossover if i was if this is a podcast explaining racism to white people the 30 million podcasts doing that or if we were you know doing something where we were you know pleading with the world to see our humanity and it's like white people can't you understand we probably would have blown up bigger than we are now we probably mm-hmm. would be mm-hmm. like somebody would have came in and co-signed us or whatever if we were out here saying uh if we were fussing at black people all the time like black people y'all need to do better and um these white people is right about us and then we would have somebody would have come through and been like we need to elevate these people but for us we've had a longer climb we've worked harder we made we're more self-sufficient i'm thankful for the lessons Mm -hmm. um because i'd rather be this and be able to say what the fuck i want to say come on but yeah this this stuff is so real because of that and i think you know we have a moment like this i celebrate it because you know why because all the little pricks all the little things people say do all the little negative things we see that shit too it gets to us too you know and then sometimes you end up not celebrating the milestones you don't celebrate what you should be happy about because you're so concentrating on the negative and i know that's the thing that i can do you know my brain will obsess over like oh i didn't make this person happy or this person didn't like this thing i said or this thing i did but i never stop and go man we, we've made almost two thousand episodes of this shit we sure have sir we've been we at this point have been self-sufficient for five years like we're independently owned black business you know we're we're not kissing anybody's ass to be mentioned in the new york times 
we're not kissing anybody's ass to be written about in ebony we're not kissing anybody's ass uh you know to to be at these conferences we're getting asked we're not pursuing these things in a way i feel bad because people will ask like for advice and i'm like i don't really have a lot of advice we've been very lucky this is random shit that, that we got mentioned today but i'm gonna celebrate it yes so and i and i'm glad that people can celebrate with us and i'm gonna concentrate on just those people because like i said you know there's always gonna be somebody out there like fuck them why them but you know it's a lot more people that's like yeah why not them right and and the thing is uh like you said you have to focus on the positive because people were sharing because i didn't even know because i was um uh didn't really pay attention to online at work today so you know when you look and i was like oh okay then i've seen people posting it and it just makes you feel good that yeah we're we're loved and we're supported other podcasters you know it's it's a lot of positivity out there and the positivity and the love outshines the negativity and um because it's it's, it's just light and it's just positive and for me personally like you said you have to sit back and go you know what we have been working hard we have been doing these things we have been grinding and i think out of all the things to me the thing that's most important is the fact that we are supported it's people across the board but the bulk of people that support us particularly financially are black people mm-hmm. and so it's one of those things where black people can sustain black people we do love us we will support us we will give to us um and it's very frustrating because a lot of people have a myth that black people don't support black people and that's not true that's not true at all we'll give and support anybody else ask these black women that are thousandaires and millionaires off of creating a product strictly for black women mm-hmm. nobody you know not that other people can't buy the product but the product is for folks here ain't nobody got it but us you know so we will support us and it's is a good thing and it's very heartwarming and it makes you feel good inside and it's one of those things where you go you know what i'm going to enjoy my flowers while i'm alive and we've been able to do it by being authentic i cannot stress that enough we have been able to be authentic it's why i've never fucking got on here and worried about like oh it's a lie out there we told or it's uh some shit we started we trying to get people no we've been able to be a hundred percent like this is just us this podcast is like sitting down with us at a table like that's the fucking feeling i wanted when we started this shit it's the vibe we've had now for 10 years basically and like i'm so proud of that and it's and we've never and it's such if y'all understand like that sounds so simple now right because it's 10 years later y'all been listening to podcasts many of y'all think like well this is what podcasting is not when we started okay there's a lot of personas there's a lot of uh i'm not gonna give you my name you know um, yeah. I, i'm too cool for school there was a lot of like i'm gonna be the most controversial person i can be i'm gonna say whatever it takes to get uh attention i'm gonna go full hotep on y'all i'm gonna go full republican on y'all i'm gonna troll black women on y'all like there was a lot of that stuff under the auspices whether it was humor whether it was serious whether it was just you know i want to get the most attention there was a lot of people doing that you know and at the time we were one of the few shows that was like it's just rod and karen that's it we're just talking like like uh, like we and and it was so new i think we were going by our twitter names to start kind of it was mm-hmm. like 
you know i mean i think we said rod and karen but it was like say that again rodimus prime yeah like, but i said if you you i said if you hung around long enough my twitter handle was at y00227 right so it was yeah exactly so so we had that um you know that type of um vibe when we started but we were like we need the first thing we want to figure out after we figure out how to record obviously was how do we record with other people that aren't here like that was a, that was a new thing for us a brand not new everybody thing. was doing it because before this you know it was a lot of podcasting wasn't that popular uh wireless calling and recording from your computer wasn't that popular so mm-hmm. you know you had to get you know uh some type of way and we were like we rigged the fuck out of it it was a, a blue snowball usb mic it was speakers from the the pc mm-hmm. that we had the desktop speakers it was it was everything but we figured a fucking way out to make it work but that vibe was the whole point the vibe was you know this isn't the rod and karen show and fuck everybody else it was this is our show but we want to kind of celebrate all the people we fuck with all the community and now we've gotten so busy sometimes it feels like we're not able to get as many people on but then i'll stop and think about it and look around i'm like nah we got feminist jones on we got blair on that was just this week Mm -hmm. you know uh nicole taylor so we still doing it you know but it's just become second nature at this point sometimes to slow things down we'll have a lot of episodes of just me and you with scheduling and stuff because it's it's honestly hard to do scheduling as well as other things with our schedules but Mm -hmm. but i still like that vibe of sharing because that's kind of that's us and we were one of the first people if not the first people doing that and i'm a hundred percent sure on that and we changed the game with that because now everybody does it mm-hmm. like big time people like i was listening to um dan lebertar he had neil brennan calling they did a podcast now obviously they dan lebertar probably never heard of us in his fucking life but that's that influence because that was 10 years ago like it wasn't that many podcasts it definitely wasn't that many people doing call-in guests and shit you know so anyway all that to say thank you for the mention in the new york times yes thank you and and uh to kind of piggyback on what you say because you go back sometimes you reflect over the years and and the growth and the and the heartache and pain because it hasn't always been pretty you know in the personal development because the people we are now we aren't the same people that we used to be you know we've both grown together and we've both grown individually and it's one of those things like you say sometimes you have to go back and kind of look look where you've been and you go wow like we've been through a lot and a lot of our fans have been through a lot because the thing is when uh we grow and you know we become uh, quote unquote get more popular and stuff like that our fans are like hey we made it and and we actually did make it because you know for some of y'all we've been with some of y'all through children through death through births through divorces you know through dating through all types of of things through sickness like you know we've been doing this for so long you know a lot of y'all we've been a big fraction of your life and so it's one of those things where i think that that connection to our audience makes our audience happy for us all right let's get into the news now all right we had a couple days off let's think about things um one of the things that happened um azalea banks criticized cardi b for not speaking out on the ethnic cleansing of the dominican republic Okay. 
this what we doing it has been a while she's just killing my where like like, like like when you like start call like you got those she 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 really does she have music like is it coming out i don't know does it exist any like is there new stuff on the way like how come the articles are never like azalea banks puts out new single azalea banks new mixtape uh number one on the charts azalea banks like what does she do it's like she a professional social media troll that happens to also make music sometimes what is happening and don't write in talking about her music because y'all niggas know what the fuck i mean come on man it's like being like you know bill cosby had a sitcom like get the fuck out of my face y'all know exactly what i mean when i'm talking about this and one of you snowflake ass niggas always writes in to be like but i listen to her music well what the fucking do i guarantee you when you walk around and you're like uh so i was listening to zelia banks people say what she said about cardi because nobody, nobody knows what you're talking about. nobody there's not a whole big ass collective of people out there that are more fans of her music that also haven't heard this bullshit and if she your fave i know it's gotta suck it must it's gotta be like it's shit it's worse than being erica badu fave like that's your fave because she because at least with erica badu we got oh yeah them hits oh yeah them albums oh yeah i forgot yeah 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 she's problematic i wish she never got on twitter but other than that yes of course this is terrible i would love to see cardi say something about the leaders of the dominican republic about his ethnic cleansing and deportation of haitians going after trump is just an easy way to get press keep in mind she's defended trump before she said she supports trump before she goes back and forth on that all the time don't chastise trump and tommy lauren for being racist if you can't be bothered to criticize your own people about the rampant racism in the dominican republic in the next post she goes on to say the dominican republic literally does the same thing to haitians that americans been doing to trump uh doing trump is doing with latin american immigrants and migrant workers it would actually be an excellent pr move and i think she's influential enough to make some really make some changes there would help a lot of poor haitians and dominicans of haitian descent have access to jobs healthcare, housing etc so the way i see it is yes cardi could do that there you go she could do that where's the music sis i mean we know the things you've said we know about the skin lightning we know about your support endorsing donald trump we know about your other things it just don't feel genuine coming from you i think i can say that and i do think that yes cardi could do that cardi could talk there's a lot of causes cardi could talk about and you know like all celebrities my personal opinion is no celebrities under any obligation to speak out about anything no they're not just like a regular non-famous person isn't uh (laughs) required to do any of this stuff it's nice when people do it and i applaud people that do it but nobody's required to do it you know so we'll see but god what's wrong with her yeah it's like nobody said my name in a while so here i come um also in uh internet news terry cruz rips into dl hewley should i slap the shit out of you i guess he's had enough enough of y'all shit 
terry cruz has been has had enough of being bullied by the likes of Tariq nasheed 50 cent especially dl hewley the actor led into the comedian at their back and forth on twitter yeah the Tariq nasheed thing is interesting because i saw howard dean tell him to shut the fuck up on twitter the other day and of course terry cruz was going at him and this may be a bit of a controversial opinion and i hate to i wouldn't really relate this too much on social media because i'm not trying to shame anybody i get people are responding because we're human and we're black and we got our own responses but just on a particularly uh create content creator point of view i don't think the best course of action is to mention Tariq nasheed directly on social media and try to engage him in a back and forth that implies there's some sort of good faith on both sides um no matter how well-intentioned that's what he wants he wants you to go back and forth with him and it's really how he gets a second life it gives his people somebody to target it gives him somebody to be mad at uh and then because he doesn't have to tell the truth over there he can just be like uh that's because you do this for white people or you got a white spouse or you love whiteness or you a coon and and then it's just a bunch of people in people's mentions and it's a whole bunch of people that are very fucked up that um you know kind of worship that dude and and troll with that dude and whether they think it's funny or not giving those people space platform engagement that's all he cares about is howard dean telling him to shut the fuck up i'm sure he's over there now like i'm on the fbi watch list because i said kamala harris was an head or some stupid shit i didn't see the comments because i got him muted and blocked and shit come on whatever he said and this is just you know the way i see it like whatever he said is to get this reaction mm-hmm. and i saw people cheering on terry cruz and cheering on howard dean and i get it i'm not saying that you stay that they're not it's not make i get why people feel that those things should be applauded i'm just saying he's not the kind of person that if president obama would have walked in this house and say please stop doing this that Tariq nasheed would then turn around and be like okay i'm gonna stop there's no point you know when he engages black feminists and shit the point is for you to respond it gives them more fodder now i don't tell people this stuff on social media because one they gonna get mad at you they're gonna definitely think it's some black man shit where i'm trying to tell them to be quiet but i wouldn't say nothing to read the sheet no i'm saying even if it was me i wouldn't say anything back to him it's just, he's just i i don't act the nigga on social media i just blocked them and moved the fuck on because you know the people that think that one day they're gonna get him it doesn't matter he could be married to a whole ass white woman and it wouldn't matter he could be fucking um it, anything he does it doesn't matter dude put out uh a, a, a music album and, and his people fuck with it they go download it and, and support it like and and they don't go this belittles his act his quote-unquote activism and his racial opinion so this idea that somebody's gonna tell him and he's gonna finally get it i i don't know maybe it's the lowered expectations of the bar for black men it's like well th- he'll get it someday but i, I promise y'all wasting y'all time i promise y'all are but I- what do i know i could be wrong maybe one day he'll wake up but i don't think it's happening especially for the fact that he's smart enough to know what he's doing is fucked up and not true yes he is so i wouldn't do it if i was y'all but anyway terry cruz did feel like doing it and i think he's been encouraged to by a lot of the people on social media and the the people that are like black men need to go at black men to do this um 
like i said it's an unpopular opinion and i maybe people feel it's hypocritical but it's not some of these niggas are not worth front saving and they're not your friend and just because they black don't mean shit there are some black people that will fuck you up in the name of blackness and don't give a fuck about you and will never be persuaded the other way nope sometimes i hate to be like this and 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 i love everybody but sometimes you gotta look at a nigga and be like you know what you gonna have to drown somebody's got to save you on this yeah. one dog it ain't gonna be me stacy dash you know these people dominant silk they either know what they're doing and or they're complicit you can't save these motherfuckers and i feel the same way about the super hotel niggas what just because they're doing it under the auspices of blackness don't make it okay no it's still fucked up and that's if you believe them and i don't believe half these niggas right and everybody don't want to be saved that's right. something else people got to understand too it's some people drowning know they're drowning and don't care well people like that to me are the same as mega church pastors that that they don't even that, have to believe that shit they make money saying crazy shit yes and i and i feel the same way about a lot of the people that spout out white supremacy shit they make yeah of some of them not even really racist no they're not and i don't mean that in some like they you know let them go they're not racist no i mean it's even worse you don't even believe the shit but you know you're right. gonna get this money you can make a lot there's a lot of money in hating black women come on which is so funny because when people say stuff like y'all pander to black women or you know i always get the you know the shit where they're like they <laughs> the bar is so low and our society is so misogynistic so sexist so racist people say to like if i'm saying like yeah man this is fucked up we black women are getting you know this is unfair what's happening to this black woman you ain't gonna get no pussy what you think you gonna get out of this because we can't imagine a world where a black man just looks at his sister and is like yeah what's happening to her isn't right we should do something about that and i don't want to put my dick in her yeah they can't imagine a world where there's just no where the benefit is we both will be you being unburdened unburdens us both that's the benefit the benefit isn't and then i'm gonna get a check and then i'm gonna and then (laughs) and so but they tell a lot about themselves right because that is his thinking his mind frame is i'm exploiting black men i'm exploiting their misogyny i'm exploiting their anti-blackness i'm exploiting their own self-hatred into this and he's making money doing it and he's on youtube getting views doing it you're never gonna stop him he's got a he's it's lucrative for him to engage and think you can talk him down as as asinine you just gotta let him cook so yeah i know and like i said i know it felt good to see him slammed on social media but unlike um even a dl hewley there is no avenue to get him to shut the fuck up right unless you're gonna figure a way to get him off of youtube which i know people have tried and it hasn't worked you know and and good luck because they got the all right on there it's like anyway good luck everybody so um terry wrote on twitter i've looked up to you my whole career he's talking about dl hewley as one of the funniest most talented people i've ever seen and i remember uh when i saw you warming up the crowd at fresh prince of bel-air and i thought this man is a genius but now you are an example of when comedy turns to sarcasm and cynicism and you find it extremely funny to get jokes at someone else's expense you mock my success but all i ever did was support you he continued you 50 cent uncle rush and Tariq nasheed have decided my sexual assault was hilarious whereas there are a whole generation of black women and men who don't think it's funny abusers protect abusers but they mock survivors as well when you see me keep it moving cruz also referenced one of the many times dl hewley cracked jokes about cruz uh so i guess on vlad tv dl hewley went on there and uh talked about talked about 
Terry Crews. What do you think of the whole Terry Crews thing? I, I think it's hard for me to think that a dude with all those muscles can't tell an agent to not touch his ass. His ass or his dick? Whatever. Whatever he touched. I just do. I, I don't. I don't understand. I think that now everybody's so into this notion that me. Too, it happened to me too. Hey, motherfucker! God gave you muscles so you could say no and mean it. What do you mean it happened to you too? Like when he went, uh, I could understand uh, people being in certain situations because there's nothing you could do about it. Right. I remember this one time I was in Israel and this gay guy walked up to me and started biting on my shirt. And uh, yeah, I just turned around and walked away. I was I was kind of nervous. I was in a foreign environment. I was in a foreign country. Right. I didn't know <laughs> who, right. who his homies were right. <laughs> or how right. deep he was. Right. Maybe some people would have punched him or whatever else. Right. I, I didn't. I was really bothered by it. it but was imagine, like, I get it. But I just walked away. Okay. But imagine being a guy. Your agent works for you. He gets ten percent of your money. Well, that that wasn't his actual agent. I don't care what it was. Like the, this the was, I believe, the president of uh, of a major major company. Listen, I've had agents. Yeah. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. You can't touch my dick if I pay for, pay you. Right. Because I can get another you. Now, this is what's funny, too, um, in these situations. The people that say shit like this always reject new information and facts. Because ultimately what's, what, what, is, what is existing in there is this want to, one, belittle Terry Crews, two... The homophobic urge to like want to strike a man for touching you you know which i understand touching somebody without consent is definitely something that makes people want to hurt people i'm not saying this you can't do that that's not my point my point being is even with this other information of no it wasn't his agent he wasn't paying him it's a powerful agent that is working with all of his friends by the way in hollywood including adam sandler sylvester stallone people who've actually taken terry cruz out of their projects and their movies because he dared to retaliate at this agent uh, um russell simmons emailed terry cruz um now so that's one problem the second problem is this i fucking and this and this is just a a pet peeve of mine that's why we do this long form show i really hate half the information ass niggas like vlad know he got all that like vlad could have read every article i read and just said that it's not like i went and looked that up just now we've talked about it on the show enough times i actually read what the fuck happened and i know it now and i can go well dl that's not what happened dl we're talking about adam sandler one of his best friends this is adam sandler's agent we're talking about um uh, like i said sylvester stallone we're talking about all these people we're talking about him getting cut out of his career just for speaking up now what would happen if he punched the dude and they could just turn this entire conversation from terry cruz just went crazy and punched the dude well he said the dude grabbed his dick yeah blacklisted but y'all niggas love martyrs y'all love colin kaepernick people love that colin kaepernick don't got a job right they, some black people will tell you that they hate that they, he don't have a job right but that's not the truth they love that he don't have a job because the fucking cause to get behind because now you can finally put a finger to yeah man fuck the nfl yeah you love that he don't have a job the nfl was fucked up before colin kaepernick took a knee and the nfl ain't got no fucking business trying to solve uh black people being killed by police there's nothing they can do to stop it not not one fucking thing but the point is it gives us a, a martyr it gives us a cause to rally behind and to be like yeah put this black rage to work 
if if terry cruz would have punched that dude and was blacklisted from hollywood we'd all be wearing free terry cruz shirts and shit but he went about the 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 fucking um he went about it the professional way where he gets to keep a career where he protects the loved one where he doesn't bite into that that violent stereotype where he doesn't fight into this the you know hey man you don't run up on me like he didn't do that he went the other way and motherfuckers really out here like yeah um he's less of a man now and i don't think that white people are better than us because 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 mm-hmm. keep in mind mm-hmm. what I, I want people to listen to the full equation black men like dl hewley like Ed rush like uh russell simmons like 50 cents they're voicing this stuff because the bar for black men is so low that we get to say stuff like this and people go yeah just a black man just trying to you know you still gonna watch power ain't nobody boycotting that show y'all know exactly how 50 cent feels about this you've been watching the show you ain't gonna stop watching the show the point isn't it's that the bar is low for black men societally but let's talk about the white male influence in this too right the agent a white man right didn't didn't want to apologize or resign at first terry cruz had to keep pushing it adam sandler no longer fucking with terry cruz no voice of support for him sylvester stallone taking him out of expendables those are white men decision makers money make movers now they wouldn't come out and do an interview and be like terry cruz a sissy blah 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 they wouldn't say nothing stupid like he got that's what you got muscles for punch him in the face they wouldn't say that but they won't employ him so to me white men are just as fucking fucked up complicit and homophobic and 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 and, uh non just uh toxic masculinity all that shit they're just as fucked up we don't get the claim to be better just because we black it's fucked up for no matter what level you're on whether you're mocking the dude or whether you're one of these motherfuckers that won't give him a job you still fucked up like and then and then to think this is a man how many thousands of women in this just one particular city this one particular industry have had similar happen to them and we go whatever happened uh what was her name you know how many more people are there like this because this is a popular man that we know who's very funny and we know his face when we see him there's so many young actresses and shit we'll never hear about what happened to them their story or anything and they'll never work again because because people conspire to get go against these people so quickly if if adam sandler would do this to his fucking friend over a goddamn agent then why wouldn't you know you think he would care about some girl some new actress the whole game is rigged man it's fucked up and dl hewley participating in it is you know but we've covered it before his dl hewley's uh you know pro-blackness goes as far as straight black men and that's it everybody else is pussies and too sensitive but he ain't got roseanne's back he don't support all humor that's funny like he don't support all everything under the auspice of it's just a joke it's just this is the only thing he's willing to do that with yeah and right I'll, and also for me is one of the things too where people love a martyr when there's no personal sacrifice for themselves right yeah, that's, it's much. It's easier to put that shirt on than it is to respect somebody for going about it the right way. Right, you know, right. You love when people lose. Not even the right way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. I just want. I just the nonviolent way because I'm not even saying if you would have punched him that I'd be sitting up here like he shouldn't have punched that man. Like nobody should be f- 
fucking touching anybody's body without consent period period if somebody were to haul off and hit somebody and that's how they handled it i understand but to also handle it this way i don't understand why we have to then go oh bitch ass nigga like why can't we just be like nah he handled it that way and that's a professional way to handle it not everything got to be solved with, with fist right because that's how a lot of men think and it's one of those things where you listen to people like him talk and you'd be like well wow the the women in your life ought to be fucking scared because what happened if i don't have the big muscles to fight then it's just we're gonna me. pin that thought remember you said that because that was a great point and we're gonna come back to that karen let's finish the video now it's a, it's a whole lot of things and you can't touch my dick in front of my wife if you if i pay you that's me mm-hmm. sometimes you just say hey motherfucker i don't care what people think of me you ain't doing this to me that's where i come from now i can't say i've never been in this spot i ain't done no old spice commercial i ain't been in this pit. <laughs> but it's shit you ain't gonna never do to me right because i think 50 compared it to the uh the will smith incident remember when the guy tried to kiss him will smith just smacked him yeah right there on the red carpet you not you not that dude was nobody's agent he was a photographer prankster um and even in that situation like i said if will smith if terry cruz wants to handle it that way that's still their prerogative because you're not supposed to be touching anybody without consent but um that could have been way worse you know they could have been calling the cops on on will smith if that person was somebody that dude just happened to be nobody it's not the same situation really but okay you're not fin- i ain't feeling ready to let that happen now i think that people get oh you know what happened i get it you 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 pay this dude or that agency to work for you they can't make money unless they it's funny because athletes porn stars and entertainers are the only people that pay people to get them work Hmm. it's not really true but okay and that's not true <laughs> you have <laughs> normal regular ass people that will go and pay somebody here's my resume go Recruiters, get me a job right uh, yeah yeah right yeah okay well whatever he's trying to make a okay different point so they all pay, like they <laughs> like Future i pay say. you to get me work right i'm not gonna pay you to get me work and you touch the goods too motherfucker <laughs> hang on <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna let give you ten percent of my proceeds from this shit, and you touch my dick. That can't happen. So you've never had. I mean, being in Hollywood doing movies, you've never had a gay I'm man. Not, I'm not sexy enough for that. You're not sexy I'm enough. Not. You with your? I never had you know, that. With your tattoos and no. your, your muscles out right now and all I that. I like it, but no. no. <laughs> the other thing too is um, the because I, I I meant to bring up a third thing when I was bringing up those first two things. The third thing is this um and this is all men mostly straight men anyway most cishet men we want to be perceived as strong enough and potentially violent enough that no one would fuck with us and so a lot of this is for that like a lot of what he's saying is about projecting that because D.L. Hewley's a little dude you know nobody like I'm not saying D.L. Hewley can't scrap or whatever but he's old older like he out of prime scrapping shape if some like if somebody ran up on him they could probably fold him up you know like i don't know if he carried a roscoe on him or whatever the fuck but 
he he ain't exactly like some dude you look at and you're like god damn i hope dl Hughley don't come in here tonight like so you have to project this you know aura of hyper violence hyper masculinity that's like if you fuck with me you better know you fucking with the wrong one we all have it i have it if you're this is how we're socialized as men you know um and particularly with men because we're cishet men we're told that it's okay to kind of be violent when you need to be um women have it too sometimes and you can see it flare up like there's certain women that project the aura of don't fuck with me i'm the wrong one but but it's more acceptable with men like with men it's like you can be playing a basketball game next thing you know a fight broke out because men are always told to flash on people like this and so when you talk about the idea of sexual assault one of the reasons men are often shamed in the silence one of the reasons they don't share even with the most closest intimate homies and stuff is because you are seen as a failure of a man if this happens to you because you obviously must not have projected enough of that hyper violence that hyper masculinity even if you were a child people will still go you soft something's wrong with you and the illusion is so amazing because terry cruz would swallow this nigga up like he would fold this dude up easily fold him up put him away like a fucking chair but that but like but listen to how he's talking on some like you know hey hey what ain't happened to me he know better you know shit come on like it could never happen you know like just not just for the fact that you know uh terry cruz didn't get violent towards the dude um anyway so to to get back to 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 the bigger point though so um terry cruz uh told him all said all that uh he asked huley um if he was implying that he like wanted it you know he said you saw the video uh who's asked him you know are you implying that he wanted to be sexually assaulted and he said you saw the video and so then cruz replied sir you said i should have pushed him back or restrained him i did all those things but you act like i didn't were you there Hughley said that's different than slapping the shit out of him so cruz said if you truly feel that is the correct way to deal with toxic behavior should i slap the shit out of you and then suddenly D.L. Hughley just stopped talking about it i don't know what made him stop talking about it that was the last tweet in the exchange i don't know if some people got in his ear. i don't know who knows what could have happened i know twitter fingers turn to you know shit gets real sometimes and y'all both be in la constantly and you just never know when y'all gonna run into each other so maybe he felt a way about it um i don't know but that just seemed to end the kind of thing um and it's kind of a just a hazard of the internet even between friends even between people you know it's easier to to type than it is to um see somebody in real life it's easier than to pick up that phone you know performing for these motherfuckers online hoping you get retweets and shit and niggas don't care nothing about you they will watch your house burn yeah and this is the part where i said i feel like a hypocrite because you know here i am saying like handle shit professionally you don't have to get violent there's nothing wrong with that and at the same time if terry cruz was to slap this nigga i would be like i understand you know i guess it's not that hypocritical because i said if terry cruz slapped that age and i'd understand too i just think there'd be some consequences behind it but yeah if terry cruz folded up dl hewley i'd understand like all this shit is abstract till you gotta see the person then it's real them same muscles you was mocking gonna be in your face then what you just gotta hope he level-headed and not gonna try to do you that way 
Terry Crews used to hit grown men for a living. Right. He used to play for best in the football. Yeah. What are they talking about? Like, if he's soft, you all soft. What are you talking about? Um, and so then the last thing is this. We talked about this on the show. D.L. Hewley said his daughter was sexually assaulted by a friend of his family, and he didn't do anything. We've talked about it on the show before. Um, so even with all that, um, I'll, I'll, I'll look up the article again, but even with all that stuff, when you had the opportunity for that you you weren't you weren't doing all that so why so where where does energy coming from because that's not how you handled the shit either you know like he made it sound like it's a shame i couldn't do nothing since it was my friend you know um oh great all these articles are now (laughs) the new articles instead of the old joint um but yeah he i remember we talked about it on the show and it was like yeah man you like you said this having your own daughter like why aren't you you know why don't you feel some kind of way about this shit um yeah he's dl hewley witness okay this is a different one he witnessed sexual assault as a as an adolescent okay oh also didn't he say someone the 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 man that was dating his mistress killed his baby or something like deal usually been through some shit and he ain't out here getting in the vigilante costume taking out justice on everybody like i don't know man i i just don't get what this dude is doing man yeah people don't mind martyrs they just want they don't want to be the martyr like like it's real easy to tell somebody else to go out there and risk your life and risk your freedom and risk your safety from afar a lot of people do that a lot of people who will never be in certain situations are real quick to tell somebody else to put hands on somebody or go kill somebody or smack somebody up when they don't have to live the consequences or the repercussions of what happens afterwards i smack you and then what i shoot you and then what then what the police are called right Right. somebody pressing charges right because it does not end after the incident right and even if he goes and slaps um if terry cruz goes slapping dl hewley dl hewley might call the cops right and press charges so yeah man i I, it just sounded real real fucked up you know um and yeah i can't find an article right now i really hate to bring up something and not have the receipts on the show right then and there but um yeah he has talked about his 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 own friend assaulting his daughter and being and said and was like yeah so i didn't do shit like oh it's just a shame you can't do nothing about it like so then why are you coming for terry cruz like what's on what's going on with you you know shouldn't you feel some kind of way about this no okay cool cool and sometimes a lot of people project uh they get mad and angry wishing they would have done something so they kind of want to push that out and hope that you that they can get their justice vicariously through you right so you know and uh this is was this the connection to the muscles thing i was talking about earlier muscles what do you mean i was talking remember how he was talking about dudes people with muscles and i was Mm. like so if you're a woman and you don't got big muscles you're just supposed to take it oh yeah well his 
so in a weird way he was trying to defend women with that mark remark and a lot of men do this I, it's like well they're not strong enough to stop a sexual assault so i get why a woman could be sexually assaulted and need to go to the police it, it's that but but it's the truth that's why those men are feel that way is because and that's why men who are sexually assaulted often don't talk about it because it's you're then seen as a weaker like less of a man you see what i'm saying because if it was a woman they'll go oh no 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 it's fine you didn't do anything wrong these this man overpowered you clearly this was wrong on his part you're you know what could you have done about it you're just a woman whereas when this when it's another man they're like oh you weren't man enough to stop a sexual assault so now as if, as I'm, if i'm a man and i've been sexually assaulted i don't want to tell you right i'm not telling my friends i'm not telling my homeboys i'm not telling my you know because in a lot of cases i'm not telling the woman i love i'm not telling my mom i'm not telling anybody because it means i was not man enough it's a it's it's a defining characteristic of how people say this is what a man is right and 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 to me that's very fucked up because no matter how strong a man is there's always a man stronger than you like there just is you know and it's one of those things where you know uh strength can be shown in a lot of ways and sometimes restraint is strength a lot of men don't look at it like that they think i got to be violent to show my strength sometimes strength is been like this is what i feel like doing but i'm not going to do that that's also strength too but men don't reward each other for walking away they don't reward each other for not beating nobody up and whooping ass they don't reward that they don't reward for restraining anger they don't you know like like you don't get quote-unquote rewarded your manhood don't get fucking stroked for being a decent goddamn human being yep so anyway dl hewley is just a dude that uh, it's just crazy that's how strong that shit is that he even the logic of well would you not wouldn't you not want to say this to dia to uh terry cruz just on gp like forget being a good person but just on the fact that yeah he could probably whoop your ass but you get so like that shit'll put a, a battery in your back dog you really be on here like i'm about to laugh at this man and y'all about to you know let it and then people on the internet were going after terry cruz anyone that mentioned it there was an eight i had to block so many people just because i was like yo terry terry cruz might fold this nigga up do y'all need to be careful and it was like oh so he gonna hit the black man but not the white man and they were mostly Tariq nasheed fans but still that's that's a lot of trolling going on out there mm-hmm uh let's see what else happened um i don't want to talk about tsa workers were busted for running a hundred million dollar cocaine smuggling ring you know what i might be wrong but y'all shut the fucking government down i ain't even they got to make money somehow i ain't even mad at they might have been doing this for longer than that though oh i know i know federal employees are facing 10 years of life in prison that, 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 that much money y'all y'all been running this game after being indicted for using their post to smuggle over a hundred million dollars in cocaine from the u.s to the u.s from puerto rico 12 members of the drug ring including tsa baggage screeners and security personnel facing charges of conspiracy to possess with intent to distribute mm-hmm. had to be a lot of them had to be a whole full operation because like somebody had y'all had y'all had several departments in there like this shit could just couldn't have floated easily said 12 were arrested yeah but i guarantee <laughs> you that's a lot yeah mm-hmm. they was all from different departments mm-hmm. you know yeah you gotta have somebody at each level of the process come on <clears throat> authorities say as much as well actually you know what you might not if you think about it you might really only need 
the baggage people it's like the janitor mm-hmm. it's the people nobody pay attention to that really got the most power you know like if you want to infiltrate a building you just dress like a janitor walk right the fuck in come on you know and nobody so. paying attention you getting trash yeah maybe you know there's a chance that you know with the authority they do have of i can search the right bag i can then say i'm gonna take this bag to this checkpoint i can say you know because they know all the rules i can get the bag on the plane so you would probably need like somebody in baggage that puts it on the plane somebody in tsa per airport i mean you could do it i wonder if that's why they shut down charlotte tsa screenings remember yesterday they said they shut mm-hmm. it down for 10 minutes i wonder if the feds came in there and arrested somebody i bet you they did authorities we are hub authorities say as much as 20 tons of cocaine over an 18 year period was smuggled in they claim a baggage Woo! handler in the ring picked up cocaine filled suitcases at check-in counters put them into the tsa x-ray machines that another suspect cleared after the baggage handler took them to their respective flights making sure no police or canine units intervened according to reports up to five smugglers were used in each flight uh each carrying as much as 33 pounds of the illegal substance at a time good god this comes on the heels of homeland security report that found many of the major u.s airports do not have full employee screenings yeah 18 years good god Mm-hmm. and you know this is when they caught 18 years some of them niggas got money retired i'm out yep um so yeah that was uh that was a lot Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh they probably was the only only uh tsa people coming in during the fur- furlough oh they were happy to come in mm-hmm. we ain't paying you i'm coming to work right <laughs> what do you mean everybody else called that sick i will be at work they was calling the airport i know <laughs> they was like uh we don't need you today charlotte douglas can i help you yes uh can i come to work today <laughs> This T- who is this is this tsa people yes this is tyrone i work for the tsa i want to know can i come to work today you know you're not getting paid right i don't care i will work for free <laughs> no tell one. trump i bring my black ass in i don't care about his racism i'm coming to work today <laughs> that's no, how that phone call went no wonder um <laughs> no wonder when uh they said tsa came in uh they still was in there um playing music and shit uh from they like um like they was because that was the only ones there no wonder why they was playing music they was cussing folks out right <laughs> fuck the police they was they was playing music and um and and, and, and dancing and shit and not come taking on. no come on <laughs> let's <laughs> groove tonight i got a guy i don't care <laughs> <laughs> Like, they were like somebody got stabbed i'm not getting paid bitch <laughs> right uh, but uh yeah that's what i think might have happened they were sitting around come on they was like they showed up every day every they didn't miss a day <laughs> of work <laughs> not a single day uh, they, was, they was they was at the fucking terminal like hold on hold on stop that bag right there play i'm gonna need to take this one for extra screening in the closet <laughs> <laughs>
uh you can go ahead go through though you you go ahead uh go ahead and go through we don't need to check you go ahead you fine bit of like lady with the afro go on through the day i'm not even gonna stop yeah i think i know they were they were fucking up all the stereotypes people was coming through people that didn't know they always get on the list mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know they probably know someone by name because they probably get stopped each time yep so they was like you know what the dude that normally checks your hijab he's not here today Go yeah. through, baby. the Go only through. flights we checking is the one to get this cocaine up to america other than that y'all can carry as many bombs on these planes as y'all want as many knives as y'all want fuck them up good to me oh two gallons of liquid fine with me Mm-mm. i don't care take take I, get you a big goat i don't care what is this a whole ass wine bottle mm-hmm. take it on it's in the brown paper bag and go on through yep go ahead you bothering me <laughs> come on you're bothering me today y'all take them i'll get on my damn nerves all these people worry about being safe on a damn plane i know probably falling asleep at the post and shit mm-hmm. excuse me excuse- <clears throat> you fucked up my nap what do you want ma'am you are messing up the party okay you are messing up the I'm party i'm trying to jeezy and here you come with this bullshit trying to make me do my job i know well you th- i will not turn the music down we furloughed but you here i'm still furloughed <laughs> um all right they were like there was one tsa person on the whole a wing <laughs> right <laughs> nobody else showed up just telling people to go through like a walmart greeter <laughs> come on Deep. you good they were like, do Deep. i need my receipt you don't need your receipt go on through go on through Deep. 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 you good Deep. 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 you good mm-hmm. um all right Let's i was like that's not a uh what what is them uh one of them friendly animals one of them um emotional support animals i, I don't care yeah a more emotional support uh shark that's fine come on come through. on come on through. emotional support whatever alligator. you need sir. whatever you need um like, a gorilla got on today don't care emotional support ar-15 that's fine that's fine that's just come fine. on through Beep. come on through take all the bullets too up oh, you drop one there you go go oh, on. hold up hold up there go my package though hold up all right let's get into uh, another segment gotta talk about this today Tell me now, 
Won't you tell me now If you wanna funk Let me show you how Do you wanna funk with me Do you wanna funk with me Alright, let's get into this terrible news, guys. LGBTQ news segment on the Blackout Tips. We gotta talk about brothers, sisters, and non-gender, uh, non-binary gender peoples. And, uh, the, the news that affects them. And it's, as you can imagine, not, not, mostly not good. It's mm-hmm. mostly terrible, terrible mm-hmm. news. Cause America is a shithole. Um, prominent U.S. gay conversion therapy, David Matheson divorces his wife and comes out as gay yeah i don't even have no jokes for this shit mm-hmm. i think it's just like obviously he was dealing with his own anti-gayness and shit that he's learned whether it's through religion or whatever right and through that trip uh that he took in his own life he ended up putting a whole lot of people through um what i consider to be torture i think conversion therapy is essentially torture you know imagine if you as a cishet person that that if you're not uh i'm sure already lgbtq people already get it but if you're straight imagine just some motherfucker telling you being straight is wrong and i'm gonna just keep doing shit to you until you start acting like you're gay like what the fuck is that right and you do it to kids even how's that okay like you're teaching people to hate themselves um and i do believe sexual orientation you know we should have the freedom to be whatever the fuck we are like i don't think it's necessarily um a choice but if it is a choice for because i'm sure it's a choice for some people if it is a choice what's wrong with that choice why are we trying to beat it into people that they can't make that choice there's nothing inherently wrong with that so anyway um he's from utah he was the creator of a widely maligned and discredited courses that claim to be capable of changing the sexuality of those who studied them now he is and you would think you would think the fact that this is not an a, a a phenomenon that exists alone he's not the first or near and he won't be the last of these gay conversion therapy advocates and that come out later and go actually i am gay i was i was was wrong the whole time why does this not one end this practice right because i think you should go to jail for this shit but why does it not end this practice and why does it then not prove all these bigots you're wrong guess what you just find out you're wrong it happened again another person who was telling you i was saved from being gay is like actually i was not you can't be saved from being gay i just am why doesn't it stop there why haven't we already said and this shit this practice is outlawed you can't do it i know obama's administration took away federal funding from organizations that did this but i mean locally morally these places should just simply not exist like i, I don't anyway and and then for me what's so fucked up about it is that marginalized groups always have to forgive because you know what you're going to turn around going i'm one of you now and you're right. going to want them to embrace you and accept you we ain't go no 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 fuck you yeah can he like what is yeah what are the rules on that right because can he just walk up in the fucking gay club and be like hey y'all it's your boy y'all remember me from torturing you that was me what right marginalized people are always forced to forgive like you just get to go live your life okay like you don't get jumped in or nothing it's not even like a gang initiation like something should happen to you like there's no jail for this you know because because they it's not even illegal in places 
but some anyway all right i'm like you that should be banned why i'm why a vengeful person exist? i guess yeah yeah they should be banned i'm sorry i mean cut you off go ahead no 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 but but i do is like okay i mean but i mean i understand it's like okay now you're part of this marginalized group the a group that you actively went against and you go like i said you're going to expect them to embrace you right yeah somebody say he's gonna be on the talk show circuit yeah i, I can course. see that being on today's show and shit acting like it's all good he uh put on face because people gonna say this is brave and all this shit i i don't know i it's a lot there's a lot of moving parts on this um said he had realized he had to make substantial changes in his life on facebook i enjoyed a happy fulfilling marriage with my wife for many years overall it was a beautiful relationship and being straight became a core part of my identity but i also experienced attractions to men much of the time these were in the background but sometimes they were very intense and led to pain and struggle in my marriage mr matheson says desire to be in an intimate relationship with a man had become a non-negotiable need toward the end of his marriage but admitted he still found too much homophobia in myself the revelation from truth wins out became came via a private post made by another so-called convergent therapist according to the group rich weiler said that matt mr matheson who was married to his wife for 34 years was no longer part of the ex-gay movement truth wins out founder wayne Besson told nbc news when they wanted an expert they would go to him when your expert is now coming out of closet dating men i think that speaks volumes about how the therapy is damaging and ineffective yes yeah, so it's definitely a win it's just how how many people were affected by this man that's all the fact that even him being the quote-unquote expert that goes on tv and tells people deny the fact that your son is gay your daughter is gay this is just something that they can be taught not to be with the bible like how many parents have been emboldened to be abusive to their kids how many have cut off their family how many because as long as you think shame can shame like can work guess what you're gonna do to your own children that you claim to love you're gonna shame them so it's anyway that's it's ridiculous is my point it's ridiculous um and, and i understand the nuance of it, he is brave he did admit he was wrong and i understand that's some that's some good there because yeah another notch in the belt of the people going i told you this was bullshit but it's also like how many lives did he get to hurt before proving this point um mike pence caused criticism of his wife's job at, at an L- anti-lgbtq school deeply offensive the new the new offensive is calling people out on their shit that's the new hey man that was racist <laughs> what you would call me what sir like that's the new shit right i do the racist thing i do the homophobic thing i do the the misogynistic thing you say hey man that's fucked up and then i go well i never (laughs) i am sorry that you would even (laughs) impugn my credibility this way and i will see you in court like fuck out of here man um mike pence calls criticism of his wife's yeah karen pence is teaching art part-time at a virginia school that explicitly bars lesbian gay bisexual transgender employees and students of course she would looks aren't aren't podcasts oh that's just frustrating we're not talking over dinner here karen (laughs) 
vince president mike pence vice president mike pence on thursday addressed news coverage and criticism regarding his wife's decision to return to teaching at a virginia elementary school that explicitly bars lgbtq employees and students my wife and i have been in the public eye for quite a while we're used to the criticism uh then why is it offensive right um he said uh to ewtn a cable network news network that offers news from a catholic perspective but he added to see major news organizations attacking christian education is deeply offensive to us y'all excluding people what are we talking what happened to the love and all that shit right and that's what kills me with with a lot of this stuff it's like there's no love there's no hope (laughs) you know there's no caring about other people outside of yourself a lot of judging but yet i'm supposed to 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 look and respect you right right we have a rich tradition in america of christian education and frankly religious education broadly defined we'll let uh, other critics roll off our back but this criticism of christian education in america should stop here's my thing um did 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 christ say educate everybody but the gay people or like what part of the bible was it that said but don't be letting these gay people go to your schools and shit well what what part i mean i'm sure these kids would be harmed to be in the presence of these folks it's not like i'm begging for please include these kids so they can be around your ass but just the principle of it why are you even calling it christian what does it have to do with christianity even it's just bigotry just christianity gives you the excuse but this ain't some some theological debate that you're having just using this shit to be a bully um yeah so um fuck both of them now and that's why the impeach trump shit like i hope they indict everybody involved because if not mike pence just gonna be the president and mike pence is worse than trump yes he is and the thing is, because of his personality and shit like that, more shit will get passed with no mm-hmm. problems because he's not going to be, he's not, he's not his own worst enemy. So he's not going to be here talking about it, acting the ass, acting right. the fool. He's not going to be doing press conferences. He doesn't have this big ass ego about shit. Shit will just go on. He'll take us back to slavery if he could. He'll be seen as the, um, the president you can talk to and we can compromise with him and, and you'll have people like schumer bowling over for him because a lot of a lot of things that a lot of the quote-unquote resistance especially from white people um from trump is mostly just people's disdain for personally him right like they don't necessarily have that much disdain for his policies but it's the mm-hmm. way he is communicating his policies and the way and how roughshod he goes and how how willing he's to let the american people average american get hurt to prove a point for his ego that's the part that turns white people off because you know the rest of us that always have our lives in the line with all these decisions we're like resistance uh glad you made it nigga we've been on some like no we don't fuck with this you know let's get every tool we have in the toolbox let's get these motherfuckers away from us and out of power you know for most of us obviously there's some black people that are kind of they so woke they they would be okay with trump if they could prove some type of philosophical point but for the rest of us right and and it was so funny sometimes i wonder if the woke so woke that they would actually allow us to go back to the slavery because they so woke that slavery is actually the answer yeah i I don't know there's some radical shit that is so radical i'm like okay but i don't even know where that came from the what was the greatest um 
what would the greater good that would be served what what is that supposed to be right you know but uh oh okay that was an article playing back on anyway um let's go to the next one this has uh been the news all day and i have some questions about this one that um it made me ask some questions of myself and some questions i wonder about in a weird way kamala harris in a weird way it made me go back to kamala harris and okay question myself jesse smollett i'll tell you how i got there in a second jesse jesse smollett smollett who you might know from um empire um you may know him from um underground uh uh journey smollett's brother um he was hospitalized in chicago after a homophobic attack oh that's not good now he has been he's out of the hospital he is okay and i don't think he's released a statement about it yet but we're talking in real time maybe he has while we've been on the podcast okay i'm not on social media obviously during the show i don't know but um he was violently attacked in an apparent homophobic and racist hate crime that left him hospitalized in chicago this that intersection we talk about this is when i talk about patriarchy within the black male community when i talk about some of the things that we're protected from some of the things that is different for cishead black men and they go i can't oppress nobody i'm too oppressed or i have bad things happen to me so you telling me i can oppress a woman when i'm we get the highest prison rate and stuff like that and it's like i feel what you're saying this is not to say black men don't deal with oppression right this is to say we do deal with oppression and therefore the stuff that we do to other people within our community should we should be more sensitive to that not just the stuff we do the stuff that happens to other people within our community we should be more sensitive to that and if you really are one of these black men that truly does believe in this like i have to be the protector i have to be the then why would our protection not extend to the lgbtq people in our in our families in our in our communities why would it not extend to the women in our communities why would it not extend to the children in our communities we're the ones saying we should be the front line come on but often we don't got we don't get on the front line often we're like no 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 no. you go do the march and i'm gonna chill in the back until it's time for somebody to go up and speak then i'm gonna take over the microphone but other than that y'all do all the shit right so it has to be some give and take and this is one of those situations where it's not a direct connection but people were pointing out you know when you see a kevin hart when you see dl hewley when you see some of these black men openly mocking openly belittling the violence that happens to black gay people especially within our community it's hard for anyone to believe you give a fuck about jesse smollett like why because he famous right because how can you give a fuck about that shit but then you also is like but i would beat my gay son with, with a house a toy house haha <laughs> that's funny don't be gay haha <laughs> see i'm just joking it's just jokes so yeah i get how people would be like this is incongruent this doesn't make sense you're not being consistent um the 35 year old who came out as gay to ellen in 2015 um was attacked at 2 a.m on tuesday in chicago by two men in ski masks um reports of the incident state that smollett was walking from the subway when two men started yelling homophobic and racial slurs to get his attention the two then started beating on the actor while pouring bleach on him which means they must have had this plan a noose was said to have been tied around his neck during the attack a noose oh they had planned on killing him right so did this happen to him because he's black this happened because to him because he's gay or does this happen to him because of both 
and ultimately that's that intersection right that's that intersection you gotta worry about your own people being hateful for you you gotta worry about white people being hateful for you and 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 you don't even necessarily know for which reason sometimes um so yeah both of the sources close to to the singer told tmz both of the men were white and yelled this is maga country now the police are saying the men were covered head to toe how could you possibly know what race they were and all this shit i don't know i wasn't there but who unless this is like a big ass conspiracy by some niggas trying to pretend to be white to attack right. justice Smollett, i don't understand what 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 how it it's like when someone gets caught shot by the cops and we have to do the whole like well it could have been the cop was in fear for his life and he's saying it's like yeah i don't know if i believe that the hundredth time we know that hate crimes have been on a surge since donald trump took office yes they have and to me the maga hat is a confederate flag i feel the same it's why we didn't spend a week uh, we didn't waste five ten minutes of our episode talking about them boys with them hats yelling at the five percenters and shit no no i care about that Mm-mm. them boys was wearing racism hats fuck i care about anything i knew they were racist when i saw the hat i'm gonna parse out what the fuck happened and i need to see the whole tape i don't give a fuck you can give a three-hour fucking documentary on them boys i'm gonna tell you right now i'm not watching it they racist there's nothing you can do to surprise me about them motherfuckers anyway um yeah so they put a noose around his neck uh smollett was admitted to northwestern memorial hospital but has since been released the attacks are believed to be premeditated as smollett received a cut out letter date step from january 18th stating you will die black and f word the chicago police department are investigating the cases of racially charged battery and assault smollett lives in chicago while the popular fox while the popular fox show films uh empire um here's my thing right i hope the police find these people and i hope they're thrown under the fucking jail i don't know when where that puts me on the spectrum of the fuck the police fuck prisons uh thing i don't know where that puts me on that on that scale with the with the wokest of the wokes and shit and i have no idea how they think these things should be handled the same way i was totally fine with dilla roof got the death penalty you won't catch me anywhere talking about how we need to abolish death penalties in prison when it's dylan roof you know i understand it's a system that's racist built on the back of racism but there's also these cases where i don't know what you do with these people there should be a place to put a person that does something like this and i'm saying even if it's not these make america great again white people whoever does this to some black man some gay man need to be the fuck up out of here the end there's no fucking level of uh restoration i'm looking for there's no rehabilitation i'm looking for for this shit go you know it's kind of it's just hard to kind of understand some of the philosophy sometimes because it's like niggas is on some like uh we need to solve this stuff without no systemic systemic help and shit but black panthers had guns too like what what is it <laughs> like which one is it what what song are we playing uchi wally is it one mic i just want to know the rules to the game because when i see something like this i hope we have a kamala harris there 
to persecute this motherfucker to the fullest extent of the law period get them the fuck out of here not everything is some kumbaya we can talk to them and they maybe they'll come around and we can just work it out no the fuck we can't when you shoot up our churches no i don't want to talk about it y'all motherfucking get mad when they ask black people to forgive but what what is a system that does not punish that does not find a way to make this shit some form of justice if not asking me to fucking forgive this nigga what are we doing so so yeah i want to see well, whoever did this because i we don't have all the details it's very early it could be some false flag ass bullshit who knows what the fuck really happened but the fact that anyone would do this to another human being is unconscionable and i can't let that ride i don't have that in me whatever it is that's supposed to be like you know prisons is bullshit the justice system is bullshit then put these niggas into bullshit they need to go the fuck the fuck is this shit yeah there has to be a balance like um i understand people's uh pie in the sky philosophy i'm not saying i don't understand and if we had a quote-unquote perfect system fine but we have the system that we have and we have to operate within the system that we have it's fucking it's fucking premeditated it's i they they said they're investigating it as a hate crime and racial crime and shit but i saw when they first released a statement like they was like well we don't know what race did. we don't know what happened like uh, i think we know what happened yeah what niggas you know walking around with nooses right now at the same time you know what let me back off of that let me back off of that that's not true i'll take it back i'm sorry i'll take it back it is the police department's job to examine all the evidence yes it is and to be open i'm not open because i'm a citizen and i'm black and i've seen enough of this but you know what i take it back because i would have said the same thing if we would have talked about it at first when sean king's uh put out when sean king put out that fucking photo of that white man and said this dude shot this little black girl and i and something about it at the time told me don't talk about this on the show because you don't know it's way too early let's find out and a few days later we find out it's two black men with mistaken identity to shot this black girl and it doesn't fit the convenient narratives that we have and all the rage that happened in the moment so let me step back rationally and say i don't know what happened and maybe the police do need to consider the idea it could be anybody if they were covered head to toe if they singled him out it could be some type of way to mislead him i don't know what happened it does seem very blatant so maybe it is purposely misleading yeah me too i'm, I'm yeah, actually i don't know speaking from a person that's uninformed you know i hope that it's not no no uh brown people out here doing this as a fucking joke yeah so we'll see what happened you know um but uh yeah it's just <sighs> I, you gotta walk around with your fucking like life on the line because you're out and black and uh a celebrity like that is bravery that is masculinity quote-unquote that we talk about that's still being a quote-unquote man because most of us ain't walking around like i could get smoke at two in the morning just for being who the fuck i am um and loving the person i love you know so all right uh we got to go to the next session Mm -hmm. all right next 
let's get to uh let's play some games this has been kind of a downer yeah let's do that but uh that's lgbtq news sometimes man it ain't mm-hmm. all good um, white people news you want to do white people news not guess the race yes white people news okay remember you made that choice i did y'all i'm sorry all right i'm apologizing already i need to relax now we gotta talk about trump too boo i didn't know that boo (laughs) i forgot uh well you still want to do it you get a hundred all right well i guess we're doing it anyway guys white people news according to karen um let me uh pull up the old uh what do you call it the old screen share so you guys can see the video for white people news remember karen wanted this song that was fine i didn't know what the music was yep i don't i, I don't pick the, pick the music oh, i don't hear music oh i know why hold on let me fix this real quick sorry about this guys Hold on. He asked me for Bruce Hornsby one day, and I was like, yeah. So, pretty my version. Song me and my buddy Pac did back in the day. Your buddy Pac. Okay. Oh, Lord. People in there eating their Taco Tuesdays, and they got to hear this music. Mm-hmm. Oh, why did this freeze? Mm-hmm. I must have known not to make this decision. They enjoying their refried beans and rice. Tacos with avocado. Mm. All right. I don't know why I froze, guys. Mm, doing them barbacoa tacos. YouTube is not trying to um uh, not trying to let y'all get this white people news. Maybe <laughs> I pause it for a second. <laughs> that must be a sign we need to play the game, other game. I'm sorry, y'all. Mm-mm. Um, I don't YouTube know. is like, nope. What the hell? Should I refresh? What the fuck? Okay, now it's loading. I, I don't know if this. I'll hit play again. We'll try it again. Life worth living should have blast myself. You worth some black. First snatch. He wrote. Welfare. Now Huey's dead. Just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, even off beat on the bungos. This is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Back tonight. 
you of each other. The president. Oh, he's changed it up. Okay, Barack, shout out. Easy way. But that's the way it is. That's just the way it is. Sing it with me, JL. This is favorite version. <laughs> Ain't this already white song? The anti-Black Panther version. First man. Is he gonna do the monologue? I don't know. I guess not. Oh, he is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. I did not know. So please can bother me. With a mobile phone. Oh my god. Uh, That's what you want. Alright. <laughs> I thought I was gonna relax. This is what you wanted. I guess you got low to sleep. Um, and we gotta talk Trump news. Boo! Trump unfollows Ann Coulter on Twitter after months of border wall criticism. Yeah, and he didn't get that wall and she tweeted about it too. Said he folded. Of course she did. Yep. He know how to, she knows how to get to him. Mm-hmm. And he's still reading her tweets. I guarantee that. I have her blocked, by the way. Uh, MAGA raises over $14 million and counting to build Trump's wall, but they might be getting refunds instead because you can't raise money to give gifts to the United States. Dumbasses. <sighs> God, racist people, man. $14 million to some shit you know can't work. Right. Trump becomes first president since 2002 not to visit the troops during Christmas time. Oh, another milestone. Mm-hmm. Breaking them all, ain't it? Trump accidentally exposes the location identities of U.S. Navy SEAL Team 5 on Twitter. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Trump brags the troops about a fictional giant pay raise that he got them, but he didn't do it. So he lied. Uh, terminal at Houston Airport was closed and the go- amid the government shutdown. That's one of the things that prompted him to quote-unquote fold. Because they was like, you know what? yeah and i didn't realize that if i'm not mistaken they said that airport is like one of the largest in the country and one of the largest in the world like if you go around the world it was like what we ain't gonna do is fly these planes uh i think you may be getting uh, i think you may have two different airports confused are you sure you're not talking about laguardia where the air traffic controllers called out and didn't come into work yeah yeah that's what caused them to fold okay laguardia that's the new york airport and they just all the air traffic controllers or a lot of them said i'm not coming to work i don't blame them and and i guarantee you the next strategy will be to bust unions up because this was a unionized type of thing and that's why they're against unions because unions like y'all can't fucking do this well what's interesting is i don't even know was it a union this is that have you read that oh i i I, I mean i I know they have they may have a union right my my thing is it didn't even sound like a 
necessarily the kind of thing that can only happen with a union because if you're not paying people guess what you just did unionize them niggas yes you did it's not like you paying some people and not others if you're not paying nobody guess what you just did that's how unions start you treat everybody the same and they be like uh actually i don't care that you make two thousand dollars more than me uh we both not getting no money <laughs> ain't no you getting zero i'm getting zero too all right trump golf club fires illegal immigrant workers despite knowing their legal status for years hmm, of course they do why 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 would you ever think they didn't a judge blocks trump's birth control coverage rules in 13 states um well we'll see what happens when that probably goes to the supreme court how they feel about it all right another five four yeah so we'll see i mean they're fighting a good fight but it's basically going through the motions until you get back to the supreme court Mm -hmm. which is evil twitter erupts after melania trump vows to continue fighting for children everywhere okay bitch okay (laughs) the same children she don't care about what she went on a coat what i don't care do you i ain't going to fight me and donna will fight for the children everywhere what about the children down at the border and pens and shit uh, the, the, not the, the real children not the fake the, not the fake news media children not the made up children right not the, not the brown ones I th- come on only, only white people can be can be children yes god. the rest of them that they're, they're the savages from shithole countries oh god alright white people news jesus christ it's gotta be something good in here oh man this happened to one of my people and i'm sorry to hear this but a woman was banned from the airport lounge for wearing ugg boots why right exactly that's what i'm saying what they got against uggs what right with white women and white women are like me some of the most discriminated people uh discriminated against in america okay i'm just gonna come out and say it we are tired of your mess america we did not put on our pink pussy hats and our ugg boots to be rejected at the airport lounge i know that much don't you well well, i know you don't but i know i don't wear the yoga pants and uggs just just for y'all to treat me like this Mm mm-hmm you getting some uh, you got some uggs not yet i'm gonna get some though um yeah the Qantas business lounge of melbourne australia didn't want one of the band's female vocalists uh the human league i guess is the name of the band joanne catherall when she tried to gain access wearing ugg boots the 55 year old singer was refused admission on the grounds she was wearing the popular sheepskin boots which are on the airline lounges list of banned footwear they're uh, true what are we talking about here a brouhaha started last thursday when uh catherall whose handle on twitter is at lubicat tweeted denied access at Qantas business class in mel air melbourne air apparently ugh australia boots are deemed sleepwear by the ladies working there hi joanne we endeavor to remain consistent of hold our lounge dress guidelines to all our guests they they responded the lounge also reportedly has a strict anti-flip-flop policy they're not flip-flops what are we talking about here they actually cover your whole foot up right i don't sleepwear who sleeps in uggs i mean what do you the i fuck mean is y'all nasty ass bed like are you attacking somebody with these shoes i don't understand why they banned Mm-mm-mm. uh why ann hathaway won't drink again for 18 years we've all been there ann 
it won't last long you drink a little too much you wake up the next morning your head is throbbing and you say i'm not drinking again for 18 years fuck this shit no apparently she's not gonna drink again for 18 years because she had a baby recently oh and she said my son really does need me all the time so i guess in her mind drinking is uh keeping her will keep her away from her son i didn't know she had a baby yep she's filming serenity on the island of maritius uh it was undoubtedly a lot of work for Anne hathaway but she was able to find some fun between takes one example of a tour she took alongside co-star matthew mcconaughey and his wife camilla alves uh where they tasted some of the best rums and beautiful african nation had to offer however her next meet her meeting the next morning with director stephen knight had a healthy side of hangover and as of october 2018 she has quit drinking altogether hathaway told ellen degeneres during her appearance on the show and people be telling uh, ellen degeneres everything she got that magic touch mm-hmm uh for 18 years said the actress 36 years old i'm gonna stop drinking while my son jonathan rosebanks two and a half is living in my house um uh she admitted that she doesn't totally love the way she drinks explaining that jonathan is getting to an age where he really does need me all the time in the mornings i did one school run one day where i dropped them off at school i wasn't driving but i was hungover that was enough for me i didn't love that experience another reason i don't want kids joke degenerate 60 i'm not quitting drinking ah and then she said now kevin hart please forgive him and then Anne hathaway said okay i forgive him i'm sorry uh all right let's see um jennifer garner braves the weather in rain boots while her ex ben affleck steps out with their daughter oh that's right she was braving that rain you know how jennifer you know how jen be doing um getting all brave in the rain and stuff god damn it video rain hell is rain hell is shine jennifer gardner runs her own errands and the actress did just that when she stepped out in the midst of a storm in los angeles on a thursday uh let me pause this video because i'm sure it's making everything slowly load uh the 46 year old actress was spotted attempting to keep dry in a pair of striking rain boots and a rain jacket jennifer teamed the wet weather uh look with a pair of mid-wash colored denim jeans and carried her coffee mug around with her the camping star accessorized with a pair of glasses and appeared to be wearing no makeup as she spoke on the phone i will try to get these pictures out for you karen that's what you care about You're right uh here it looks like this picture is loaded this is her okay the hoodie it's raining she got some galoshes on oh she got some padded and bare boots mm-hmm. um uh not with the beauty was her new boyfriend john businessman john miller a 40 year old divorced dad of two so she was out by herself this time on the phone the romance news emerged in november despite the fact they had been dating for the previous six months before dating the burger ceo D- jennifer was married to a fellow actor ben affleck the batman star was spotted on thursday on the stroll with their daughter seraphina every time you said i was one of the burgers hmm? every time you say wait that man uh, work uh, they at, works at burger yeah or whatever I, I, if you want to say bob's burger <laughs> 
being kept warm in a gray sweater with a dark overcoat on over the top he teamed the look with a pair of jeans tan colored boots and a beanie the actor was spotted walking hand in hand with his little daughter seraphine the as they chatted on their stroll oh isn't it so precious what do you think that conversation is like oh uh, she probably telling them all about her mama new man <laughs> but that's adorable he's looking good man hopefully um you know hopefully getting out of um you know getting off that alcohol and shit and drugs hopefully it's helping mm-hmm. him out man yeah that's look better had, than he looked in a long time yeah, that's why i had to break up with that young chick yeah you can't be hanging out with these mm-hmm. fucking 18 19 20 year old models i'm trying to tell you who got who got the the metabolism is sky high well that's just also prime like getting high age and shit late nights and stuff like being the night starting at 2 a.m yeah ben you washed homie come on join the club dog join you got the kids club. and shit you ain't yep. like leonardo dicaprio you can be out there doing all that bullshit i mean come on your metabolism done slow down come on Mm-mm. i mean i know it's a lot of pressure with all your friends getting divorced and shit too but don't do it Mm-mm. ben and jen announced their separation and oh we gotta go through this again um they, they love to bring that up don't they yeah in 2015 after 10 years of marriage they only finalized the divorce this past october the uh former alias star held off on the final legal st- stage of the split to support her oscar-winning ex as he sought treatment again for his alcohol addiction uh jennifer and ben st- shared three children violet seraphina uh and samuel so there you guys go that's what they've been up to it's one of my favorite white people couples right well i guess they're not a couple anymore but they do always be in some shit um let's see um how about jennifer lopez mm-hmm. she offers up an eyeful while wearing very tight leggings during a miami workout oh uh, you know late you know after she hit a certain age jennifer lopez was like i'm actually back to showing this ass off all the ass i don't know when it happened because like yeah because she used to be ashamed of it she's like nope what i'm not gonna do because they used to pick at her talking about how she was fat and yeah it's a big joke right the big butt. you know white people love making jokes about women of colors having a big butt like that like it's not attractive and that's not what people are into right meanwhile you know they go out and try to imitate those same butts with plastic surgery and all kinds of shots and shit yeah yoga yoga pants like everything they do is accentuate shit that women of color bend up on um and men of color that are attracted to that bend up on uh but then here you are imitating it years later so funny but yeah i remember when she got shamed for having a big old butt mm-hmm. like i remember when she was a dance on living color it was like yes, who was that who was that one right what's her name uh she got smoking hot body not afraid to show it off and jennifer lopez did just that while wearing an all white oh that that's bold all white look for a fitness session with Bo alex rodriguez in miami on saturday oh she with a rod yeah she been with him for a while the second act talent 49 left little to the imagination while wearing the white hot workout workout outfit which hugged her body head to toe oh yeah yeah it's all up in there mm-hmm. what they call that camber toe you got camel toe working you can see some little nipple outline like she really set the she set the girls out she did not come to play like are they married yet because this nigga gonna fit ready to put a ring on this if they not um while her crop turtleneck made a fine display of her chiseled center the most provocative part of the outfit was situated below 
j-lo's snakeskin inspired leggings hugged every i didn't know that came snakeskinned inspired uh every inch of her body was hugged and in between if you know what i'm saying the anaconda star who was said to be worth 380 million added big hoop earrings and studded sunglasses for a glamorous effect because she is still from the bronx come on um oh yeah she oh she is killing this look okay for working out she was like she knew the paparazzi was gonna be there like listen listen what what y'all need to see okay i got a story y'all need to cover because it's uncovered um and they have a little excerpt about where she got the leggings from yeah leggings by naima sold at 88 dollars is somebody gonna purchase them yeah i know they sold out after this you know they did i i'm about to look like j-lo like you don't really you don't really want them problems because you look Mm -hmm. like j-lo it's gonna be a lot of you gonna need the same bodyguard she got because you know people was like oh who's that uh that's her getting in the car and she is fucking fit oh yeah she's in an amazing shape Ooh, i i can't wait to get my two and a half pack she got all six balancing practicality and glamour she pulled her hair up in a high ponytail she sipped on a bottle of water while checking her phone on her way out the day er, the day earlier jennifer shared a photo of for no filter day um lopez was most recently starred in a romantic comedy second act is that what that was with her singing voice about to be showcased in two upcoming tv specials it was announced on wednesday that j-lo will be among the performers in the two-hour special elvis all-star tribute airing sunday february 17th elvis tribute they're doing that lopez also gearing up to play rose alvarez in bye bye birdie live which will air sometime this year after being pushed from its original date in 2017 to 2018 and now this year oh she killing no feel today okay mm-hmm that's a fine woman okay it's crazy man because i remember when um it seemed it felt like she really wasn't fucking with us and people wasn't fucking with her no more and i think puff daddy scared the shit out of her with that gun stuff mm-hmm. she was like, i got to leave these niggas alone they out here shooting people i'm an accessory yeah and and to be told that's why puff daddy made them songs i think he was hurt when she left i mean listen she got two songs out of that nigga come on whole yeah. song i need a girl part one and part, part two. two like he he knew he's like baby please be big i said that man is begging she must be something special uh let's see um another white people news tom brokaw says hispanics should work harder at assimilation well that's don't get much whiter than that ain't that the news man that's the news man yep the worst part is i can't remember which of the newsmen is cool because like it's one of them that's cool that's old that don't give a fuck and hate trump and then God, Reagan! I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if he is the cool one i i don't know do y'all know if he the cool one am i thinking of another one or is this the same dude that'd be like man fuck trump dan rather somebody oh dan, dan rather the cool one? one yeah that's right dan rather the cool one they're all the same to me on sunday during the appearance on meet the press tom brokaw reiterated that he caught what he called his long-held belief that hispanics should work harder at assimilation yeah dog that's racist yep that is that simple <laughs> that's like, what are we talking about here there's no two ways about it <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no other way around it <laughs> i saw the video for it 
it's not fun it's not supposed to be funny but we do laugh at racism on this show even when, even when it's to black people right but i saw the video for this shit and the way he said it oh my god it made me laugh so hard because he really thought he was helping himself oh because like he parsed it like you know and i have said this for a long time okay so i'm like we were dropping knowledge i was like hold up don't that just mean you've been racist a long time like you didn't Mm -hmm. it's not like you said that it's not like when i if i say like uh steph curry is the best shooter in the nba and i've been saying that for a long time like like okay oh it lends me credibility like yeah rod's been saying for a long time steph curry is the best shooter in the nba and now he is and everybody sees where i knows what he was talking about No, no 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 when you're saying some racist shit you don't want to say i've been saying this for a long time <laughs> you don't it's, the, it's not the time <laughs> i've been doing this shit for years <laughs> i've been calling them niggas since before it was cool okay i'm Come a on. hipster with this nigger shit okay i'm og nigger calling <laughs> i mean i go way back with the nigger calling okay so uh i think you'll understand when i say <laughs> Yeah. the problem is on both sides yeah i go way back when you used to go throw them on your back <laughs> they used to throw me on the back and i say get me over to that side of town okay no that's how back i go back with the shit okay and so a lot let me just tell you that's what the real problem is it's not just the racist white people which i'm not one of okay a lot of this we don't want to talk about, but the fact is, on the Republican side, a lot of people see the rise of an extraordinary, important new constituency in American politics, Hispanics, who will come here and all be Democrats. Also, I hear when I push people a little harder, I don't know whether I want brown grandbabies. I mean, that's also a part of it. It's the intermarriage that is going on and the cultures that are... Okay, I got to stop two things one they don't all become democrats no they don't ask ask people you know down in uh, uh florida. florida come yeah, on eggs opposed don't lie we're not catching all them okay mm-hmm. um the other part is those people are racist oh republicans they don't want their baby you know the word the children gonna intermarry because they're racist you see you see what i'm saying you see you see why we can't really like rely on them as people we can reach they don't want brown grandbabies and it's a chance that they already have some preconceived notion about brown people no okay cool 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 my bad uh back to the video though conflicting with each other i also happen to believe that the hispanics should work harder at assimilation that's one of the things i've been saying for a long time you know that they ought not to be just codified in their communities but make sure that all their kids are learning to speak english and that they feel comfortable in the communities and that's going to take outreach on both sides frankly and congressman peter and nobody questioned him nobody was like hey that's not racist i guess that's one that uh some of that accidental racism ll cool j sang about because uh bruh you, you sound racist to me uh, the problem is nobody else the problem is white people don't want to assimilate that's the problem everybody else is everybody else actually assimilating whether they want to or not because they don't want to get fucking killed what are we talking about here you talked about interracial marriage uh my god yeah so it don't get much whiter than that that's like the whitest privilege to even say some shit like that right <laughs> fucking assimilation do you know what that means they come here they're speaking that wiggity jiggity i don't know what it is i mean come on 
just right, stop my- voting Republican. Just vote Republican and they'll let you in, okay? <laughs> Speak English, goddammit. <laughs> What's wrong with him? No, I had to. And I said, Speak American. That's so, so you show how ignorant you are. And by the way, the reason you know that this shit was racist, white people are tripping all over themselves to talk about how good a man he is. Which let me tell you something. There's nothing that says this motherfucker definitely racist more than white people telling me he not. I'm like, oh, he got to be racist. Nothing can be like, dog. White people are tripping. Oh, he's a good man, and a man I know would never be racist. Like, well, the good man you know just said he been saying this shit for a long time. Did he say it to you? Are you cool with them saying it? Maybe you part of the friends and the reason that he thought he could trot this out in public. Come on because uh i could have told him a no mm-mm, no ixnay on the ace rape homie what you doing yeah nobody wanted to get caught up in the conversation that's why she pushed the conversation I'm like nah, i'm not touching that one all right well all somebody right. did they did have okay. a woman on the panel that went back later and uh clear like confronted him about it and Good. was like as a latina that does speak english uh the fuck you talking about come on which is good that they had somebody like that on the program it's why diversity matters but also it's trash mary j blige displays her very youthful figure in a pink bikini as she celebrates her 48th birthday in style drinking sun-soaked mexico break oh wait during the sun-soaked mexico break that's what i'm talking about mary yeah uh listen mary done got fit she lost 210 pounds in that divorce yeah yes she did (laughs) she has never looked back Mm-mm. her prosper prosper she's definitely like fucking her physical trainer i don't know who he is but some young man is tearing at the smithereens because my god come on i'm trying to tell you set them free indeed if i looked a fraction that good you can't tell me shit now but if i looked a fraction that good you really couldn't tell me shit. oh you do look that good i don't know why you're tripping but okay if mary j dodge sent temperatures soaring as she shared a series of her scenic getaway in los cobos mexico on saturday in celebration of her 48th birthday the family affair hitmaker set set pulses racing as she exhibited her incredible youthful looking physique in a pink animal print two piece. When they say we don't crack, they mean that shit. And they don't need it's not even the same animal. It's like cheetah on one side, um, and then like zebra on one side, and then like leopard on the bottom. Like she just got all this, all the prints, all the animals. She letting all the animalistic imprints uh, come out uh displaying her washboard abs and toned figure the singer posed up a storm in her skimpy ensemble which featured a plunging halter top uh halter net top and matching bikini briefs mary ensured all eyes were on her while striking a series of sultry poses on a rock and captioning her images living my best fucking life yes mary nothing like a late divorce to get get you snap you right back ain't it the no more drama songstress caught the eye of with her striking accessories as her donned massive as she donned massive gold hoop earrings and protected her eyes from the sun in a pair of bedazzled frames turning heads with the bold display mary wore her voluminous blonde tresses in a half up half down style and showed off her radiant complexion with minimal makeup this is some of the best describing the daily mail's ever done for a black woman mm-hmm. shout out to them they normally fuck this up somehow um and my god she is look at them thighs oh she got greased up before she did this too you know she did all that suntan lotion yes the 27 in 2017 mary released her first album in three years strength of a woman 
which climbed to number three on the u.s billboard 200 album charts making it her highest charting release in nearly a decade during an interview with the guardian at the time the songs were discussed regaining her life after her divorce from former manager martin kendu isaacs i know he liked these photos on instagram yes he did he was hitting that and was still cheating nigga what is wrong with niggas <laughs> dicks are trash dog dicks are the worst who wants these <laughs> when they like what'll make you do something that dumb and i know it's always for every moment this is man she getting on his nerves nigga can do eyes don't deserve no mary motherfucking j blige whatever whoever he's fucking with now is not fucking with mary j blige get the fuck out of my face niggas be downgrading because of dick all the time consistently <sighs> when it comes to music it's like playing 21 that's what dick is like dick yeah. is, hit me hit me oh busted god damn <laughs> lost everything oh shit when it comes oh, to music stop while i was head i yeah. had 18 i oh fuck it i better split this hand oh hit me hit me oh busted twice god damn lost everything uh and the dick is like just get one more hit uh when it comes to music now i know my gut is great for that's what i lost my gut and my gift but i got it back it's back now she explained mary split from my husband to 12 years can do in 2016 with their divorce being finalized in june last year oh she was at the beach for like an auntie party all the aunties were her all women's too all the aunties all the sizes represented i see you girl they out there i know they had some fun you know they had a fucking ball they should have made them they they, they, sh- they rented the whole house out yeah <laughs> they should have they- did them a twerk video like uh cardi b yeah you know they went at the hotel they was like nah girl we're gonna get the house mm-hmm. reflecting on her sh- split, shocking split the singer said in essence fast 26 uh, essence fast 2016 the journey that got us here is that every woman can relate to a woman out there fighting for her marriage when i first started writing my album i was fighting for my marriage there were a lot of layers to me peel back for this marriage i really thought i did find the love of my life being mary j blige the celebrity is secondary and i'm a human being first and i suffer just like everyone else being mary j blige okay revealing she turned to prayer the new yorker added i believe that i was wasn't given the career or this job as a singer or the gift from god to sit down and say i'm going to suffer from the world and silence and die and it's therapeutic for me as well so you know that's why yeah, she also about to be in that netflix series and now i'm like you got a new scene what's, what's, what, what's over that what sis? netflix series uh was she playing like a hit part, like an assassin you haven't seen it no you, that that meme of her holding the gun you haven't seen any of this Mm-mm. well if i did i forgot but i, I don't, I don't think right. i don't think i seen the trailer for it all right um uh but yeah i, I don't know when it comes out um um why did i use a g instead of a j anyway uh netflix i'll see if i can find the trailer but okay um i don't know when it comes out but now i'm like we might get a sex scene from a 48 year old mary j blige and i'm didn't know that was a thing i needed in my life but now i'm like i might need to see uh you know netflix sometimes go rated r with it so i might need to see what's going on with that uh so i guess it's uh, the umbrella academy Okay. maybe that's the one because they got mudbound but that came out yeah I like think two so. years ago that in chat room said that's the name of it okay yeah so um yeah mary j blige in first umbrella academy trailer okay let me see can i find videos uh yeah because these are articles like watch the first thing like i just want to see the 
the uh umbrella academy okay watch trailer for mary j blige's netflix oh they they really calling it hers oh no the Gre- okay so madame noir <laughs> wrote an article and said that so i guess you know as black people you know we got to be like it's a black person in this well it's their show now come on that's why i'm here <laughs> like i don't know if she the lead or not i hope she is but even if she not the lead we you know how it goes mm-hmm. <laughs> we we would do that shit in a heartbeat man oh yeah them the rules <laughs> oh man um yeah watch the trailer for her netflix series umbrella academy she's headed back to netflix for her next big acting endeavor the queen of hip-hop soul has snagged a role in the netflix series the umbrella academy and the trailer has just arrived she plays cha-cha an assassin that can travel through time and has a thing for torturing her targets Ooh, the show synopsis describes cha-cha as a pain artist who is sadistic and sociopathic uh the only one that can get uh to her soft side is her partner hazel yo that sounds pretty dope i mean i'm the one that watches all the netflix around here but i'm gonna be watching this (laughs) i know karen gonna skip it don't try to blame it on white people because this is mary j blige's the umbrella academy so you don't support this black woman don't you try to put it on whiteness and oh i saw white people and walked out the room Mm -mm. well you well i'm not gonna lie i support black people it's a lot of shit i support never watch it don't mean i don't know what they're doing (laughs) i support you you support them from afar and we'll cheer for them to win even if i ain't watched it i don't i don't care like a deadbeat parent y'all yep i be like ooh, that's hot but no i'm not gonna watch it Mm-mm. i ain't coming to your recital in october 1989 43 women around the world gave birth oh of course None of the- just take your time Netflix. these women had been pregnant when the day first began how much do you want for it i have adopted six children Gifted with abilities far beyond the ordinary, I give you the Umbrella Academy. Hmm. Wait, did it pause or did it? It did. Okay, I don't even know what just happened because it wasn't over, it just stopped. God damn it. No, that's the first time I've seen that. Well, I'm in. I mean, it's Mary J. Blige, and you see what she's looking like these days. That's all I need. Come on. Uh, a trainer got her fit for the umbrella academy yeah she's out here being an assassin she's gonna she's gonna put the ass ass in assassin i see come on uh all right um let's do uh we gotta do sword ratchetness so we can get out of here because flash is on tonight i feel better thank you no problem best to end it on some mary uh, hopefully I have plenty of uh white starlets for chris lambert to watch it as well <laughs> look like they do uh chris lambert is in um the uh newest season of unbreakable kimmy schmidt by the way yes he is he's and, on the credits go check him out and our girl ray sonny uh i don't know what show it is she was on the writing room and i saw Issa ray in that writing room mm-hmm. um see you, girl. the girl who plays tiffany was in that writing room mm-hmm. listen um everybody blowing up our people, our, look 
we pe- we know our people we pick our peoples okay mm-hmm. our peoples is doing big things uh new yorker grabs samurai sword to defend against alien invasion god damn it <laughs> the electrical explosion that sent a blue flag white. streak across he is white across the nighttime sky left one queen's resident so terrified he grabbed a samurai sword thinking hostile aliens were about to invade i ran into my parents room and shouted get up it's happening said <laughs> spencer pesci who lives close to con edison's astoria substation at 20th avenue and 32nd street i swear to god i thought it was aliens it also looked like a nuke attack pesci uh pesky maybe uh was a couch it was on the catch couch catching up on netflix around 9 p.m thursday when a piece of equipment 20 feet uh it, what 20 when a piece of equipment 20 feet in the air malfunctioned sending 1380 wait 1330 wait 100,300 wait why am i fucking this up 138,000 votes <laughs> what's wrong with me of electricity coursing to the ground and creating a reaction known as electrical arc flash oh that was that blue light everybody seen okay i looked outside it was bright as day it was flashing blue and there was like a humming like a giant machine starting up you know like a giant alien spaceship starting up like what you see in the movies pesky 26 years old first stashed a weapon within easy reach and ventured outside yeah let's go take the fucking (laughs) metal sword out towards the electricity other residents were gathered to take in the awesome sight i grabbed the samurai sword left it by my door put my boots on went outside if it was aliens i was going to defend my family nigga if they can come to the earth and shoot lightning your fucking sword is gonna do nothing what are you talking about they're gonna stop in new york and then go to the rest of the country oh our one weakness swords we didn't think of that when we were traveling across the fucking galaxy to go to this planet and take it over with lightning oh no our weakness metal right they got swords what why didn't nobody tell us well hop back in the fucking galaxy yeah. cruiser i can i can i can levitate down but oh no put the phases away guys this guy's got swords right i know i don't know what the aliens want he said yeah because it they there were no aliens <laughs> after two minutes the light went out and word spread that the strange occurrence originated at the con ed location and everyone retreated inside their homes it was pretty scary he said i was prepared with my samurai sword just in case the aliens were hostile all right guys oh he'd been the first one to die that's it for today we'll talk to you guys uh possibly tomorrow uh if not then saturday for the feedback show uh thank you so much for listening we appreciate y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.